everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Ultimate Medical Academy's podcast in healthcare today. My name is Caitlin, and I'm the Senior Social Media Specialist at UMA. Our guest today is Kimberly Powell, Senior Director of Operations at Change Healthcare. Kimberly Mills Powell is a native of Albany, Georgia. She attended the Georgia Institute of Technology and Southern Polytechnic State University and holds a bachelor's degree in technology management and a master's degree in business administration. As a senior director of operations for Change Healthcare, a large part of her focus is on remote resource engagement. On both a professional and personal level, she does a great deal of public speaking, mentoring, and training. Kimberly and her husband, Jamal, currently reside in Tampa, Florida. In her spare time, she enjoys reading, singing, and playing the piano. Welcome, Kimberly. We're so excited to have you as our first guest on the podcast. Thank you, Caitlin. I am really, really, really happy to be here. So to go ahead and kick us off, can you please tell our listeners a little bit about Change Healthcare and your role? Sure. So Change Healthcare is a healthcare technology company. And Change Healthcare focuses on insights, innovation, and accelerating the transformation of the United States healthcare system. For our clients, my division supports them as they prepare for their risk adjustment and HEDIS audits. And my role, um, I am over those groups that aid in chart retrieval so that we can get that chart information in to assist our clients, as well as helping them through the technology of getting those charts coded, getting that data uploaded and back into our client system so that they can perform all of their individual analysis and the analytics that go along with what they need to send to the government for compliance. Okay, awesome. So you mentioned that you oversee most of the chart retrieval process. Mm -hmm. What has that experience been like for employees um, who are just, I guess they really aren't considered true frontline healthcare employees, but they kind of are because they're, you know, going into hospitals and physicians offices. How has that changed um, with the pandemic? Well, yeah. And because, well, one of our, and it is, I guess it is kind of true frontline because one of our methods of retrieval is actual onsite. We have a number of methods, but one is onsite where our actual chart reviewers will go into a physician's office and retrieve the chart data. And when the pandemic hit at first, many of our clinics did not allow them on site. So um, on the back end, we had to try to make adjustments to figure out, okay, how can we gather this data remotely. Um, Some of our clients have those electronic medical retrieval systems. So we were able to set up some type of interface where we could get the data. But for some of the smaller clinics, that was just not possible. So we tried to work with those clinics to figure out, okay, well, do you want to make the copies and send them to, you know, how do you want to do that? But in some cases, we were really, um, at the beginning, we were unable to retrieve that data. But as time has gone on um, and more of our healthcare centers know what they're looking for as it results to pre-screening, um, we're finding that they're opening back up and they're allowing our associates to come in. Now, they may have to provide evidence of a cleared COVID test. Um, they're definitely doing temperature checks and they're making sure that all of our employees are wearing the appropriate PPE before they enter. But we're finding that many of them are opening up and allowing them to come back into the offices. Well, that's great. I know that was probably a little um, alarming, not not having uh, your, your frontline employees being able to do their job. 
Um. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It was tough. But, you know, hey, it allowed us to train them um, on a new skill set because although some of them already had um, experience with working with those electronic medical retrieval systems, not all of them did. So it opened up an opportunity for some of our frontline people to get a new skill set. With all these changes and everything going on um, with the with the pandemic and how they have to, you know, provide tests when they're going up to... Um, retrieve these records, how do you energize your frontline employees to stay motivated and excited? Well, I think that Change Healthcare, along with probably most companies now are using Microsoft Teams for or something similar for having those face-to-face meetings that we're unable to have because we're not in the same building. So, you know, we, we, we have more meetings with teams so that we can um, remain face-to-face. We've experimented with maybe doing some fun challenges and contests that would mimic some of the things that we would do in the office. Just all of those things to kind of reach out to them and touch them and let them know, hey, we're still a part of a bigger team. And yes, we can still interact. And yes, we can still communicate. So we're just trying all of those little things to kind of keep them engaged and make them feel like they're not alone on an island somewhere. Yeah, that's so important to just try to, you know, keep that culture up and maintain, you know, that great employee culture that Change Healthcare has. So what has the experience been like for employees who are working remotely? Because I know that you oversee the remote division as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, and I talked a little bit about teams. So for those employees that are, are working remotely, um, I think it's important to understand, and I say this a lot to people when I'm speaking to them about moving to a work-from-home Um, type of situation with their workforce, not all employees just inherently know the best practices for working from home. And so some of our employees had to kind of go through the challenge of making that transition. And some people just really want that inter-office you know, that interaction that you get from being in the office. And, you know, and it was just kind of tough for them. But, you know, I think that the longer we've been dealing with this, we've been able to kind of have some meetings where we can focus on best practices, give them some tips and tricks on how they can work from home more effectively, how they can organize their time, prioritization, um, And we also have to be um, cognizant of the fact that many of our employees have school-aged children. And so they're now having to deal with maybe distance learning for their kids and things of that nature. So we've just done the best that we can to understand all of those things and try to create flexible work schedules and, again, offering best practices and solutions to kind of help them prioritize and organize their day so that they can remain effective while working remotely. Wow, that's great. It seems like your company just really values its employees and just really wants to provide them the training that they need to do their jobs effectively, which is great. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And, you know, and there were even some pockets inside of the organization that were quite skeptical about work from home solutions. So even prior to the pandemic, we had been kind of toying with the idea of implementing some different work from home solutions. And and, and you're always going to have skeptics, right? But then when COVID hit, it's like, well, skepticism has to go out of the door because we don't have a choice. And so it allowed us, actually it forced us to come up with a viable solution 
for working from home. And I think it kind of quelled some of the fears that the skeptics had, because in a lot of cases, we actually saw an uptick in productivity, as opposed to what I think was feared that productivity would tank. We did not see that. It doesn't sound like you guys are really having a struggle keeping your employee, your remote employees engaged. Well, I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't call it a, a, a big struggle. I mean, because there, there's, there's always going to be some of that. Because like I, uh, I mentioned before, there are people that really need that interaction. And so our individual managers are, are working with those solutions. I mean, working with those particular situations kind of on a one-off to kind of help keep those employees engaged. But by far and large, engagement has not been a big problem for us. Well, that's great. So let's shift gears here a little bit. Um, I know that you work with our career services team um, at Ultimate Medical Academy in hiring a lot of um, our graduates. What has been the experience for you during the pandemic? Has it affected your hiring for your positions? It has not. I mean, well, for a minute, for a minute, it did. Um, it it, it kind of slowed things down just for a minute while we were trying to reevaluate what our volumes were going to be from the clients. But once we got to a point where we understood what the workload would be, we were able to just plug right back in and pick up where we left off. But there was never a gap in service from UMA. I mean, it was like business as usual the minute we plug back in. And I was really, really happy about that. But I didn't expect any less because we've been working with UMA for quite some time now. And um, in the five years that I've been with this company and working with UMA, I've just never seen a decline in performance. So even through COVID, UMA rose to the occasion like they always do. That's amazing to hear because, you know, we're so it's we're so passionate about what we do and we're just so happy that we were able to serve you during this like crazy, crazy time in the world. Oh, yeah. So how do you get people excited about working in healthcare during the midst of the pandemic? Because it might be a little scary to some to get into healthcare, even though that it is it's been a very, very it's been the only I mean, I guess I, guess I shouldn't say um, matter of factuals, but it um, does seem like a really, really steady industry. You know, everyone's always going to need healthcare. But how do you get that people excited? Yeah, that I mean, and that's a good question um, for what we do. Um, in healthcare technology, we focus more on the fact that, well, and you mentioned the fact healthcare is not going anywhere. It's a recession-proof industry. We're always going to need healthcare. And so what we do um, in here recently, we've been able to really focus on the technology side and really talking about the strides that we've made um, through COVID with enhancing our use of technology. I think all companies think that they're doing the best they can with technology or they have their continuous improvement plans in place and things like that. But when something like this hits, it really forces you to see what you can do. And so we've been able to kind of share our excitement on the progress that we've made in becoming a remote workforce to support our clients in the healthcare field from a technology perspective. And so that, you know, as we as we lay that out to people and allow them to understand how they can be on the cutting edge of this change, the way healthcare is done going forward is going to change. I don't believe that we will ever go back to the way it used to be. And so we just kind of let people know, hey, you know what, you're coming into the new normal and you can have an impact on how things happen going forward. And a lot of people are excited about that because we're doing 
things in new ways. And that is exciting to me. And I uh, allow that excitement that I have to kind of spill over into our interviews and the things that we're doing when we're trying to convince people of the importance of getting into the healthcare industry. I agree with you. I think it's so exciting and it's like a really, really awesome time to get to get your start right now in healthcare. And I think it's really, I can hear the inspiration in your voice. So I think that's, that you yourself are just an, an inspiration to, to these um, new healthcare employees. So, oh, why thank you, Caitlin. That is so sweet of you to say. So um, I would like to ask though, what advice would you give to organizations who may be struggling with hiring and retaining talent right now? Um, I would say, I would say be really, really careful to to not try to do what you've always done. I think that it is important to understand that the landscape has changed. So the way we're recruiting and hiring and retaining now is different. There are different needs, there are different triggers. So we have to be compassionate about understanding what the workforce is facing. Um, I mentioned before, there are a lot of people that have school-aged children, and so they're now having to try to balance helping their children with distance learning with doing their day jobs. And so we have to be compassionate. We have to understand that, and we have to understand the why of the struggle. And so I say that, you know, that's the advice I would give. Understand the why of the struggle and try to take those things off the table and um, understand how you can assist your incoming workforce with being successful amidst their challenges, you know, you know, amongst their challenges, because um, if we don't pay attention to that, we'll never grow and they'll never grow. That's awesome advice. So we know these have been really unprecedented times and a lot of employers are struggling right now. They may not be struggling, um, in the, in the ways that, that you've mentioned prior, but maybe with onboarding or, or, you know, just day-to-day engagement, what advice would you have for those employers? Um, yeah, onboard, onboarding can be a challenge, especially if historically you've done your onboarding in-house. So I would definitely advise employers to reach out to some other organizations who may have already been doing remote onboarding and find out what they're doing. Um, Don't recreate the wheel. There are people out there that have been doing this for quite some time. And so although it may be new for some of us, it's not new for everyone. So I would say reach out to some of those employers that have been doing it for quite some time. Look at the Googles of the world. They've been remote for almost forever. Um, Coca-Cola, another one, um, Coca-Cola about four and a half years ago went to no, no longer having dedicated office space inside of their Atlanta facilities. There are more drop-in space. So there are companies out there that have been doing the remote onboarding and the remote workforce for a while. I would say plug into those companies and, and see what they're doing and see what you can implement to kind of make your onboarding better. And the other thing I would like to say to people is take advantage of the fact that in a lot of cases, many roles are remote because when you're working in an an office environment, you're limited as to, you know, the geography 
you know, people have to live within a certain range of the office before they can come in. But when you're remote, you can now expand your horizons. And so you can increase the quality of your talent pool as well as the size of it by realizing, hey, the world is now at my disposal. You know, the world's at my fingertips. So stop using the same limitations that you had before and to see how you can expand your horizons in this new normal. So that's what I would tell. That's what I would tell people who are, who are, who are dealing with onboarding at this point. That's awesome. And we know that the impact of COVID-19 is going to be significant um, on the future of healthcare just as a whole. Um, what trends do you see or are, are you, do you think you will foresee coming up in the healthcare technology space? If I had to guess, I would say that there's probably going to be more reliance on telehealth, um, not only with just those basic things like, okay, I have a cold, so I'm going to call my telehealth doctor and get them to make a suggestion or prescribe something, but also in the mental health care space, you're finding that there are more psychologists and psychiatrists going to a, a Zoom or virtual model for how they're seeing people. So I, I think we'll, I, I don't think that'll go away. Um, I think telehealth will increase. I, I see that as a trend. Um, also, um, I think traveling nurses. So I have a friend that's a traveling nurse, actually. And what she has seen is as the frontline workers, because I think we all know that we're working our nurses to death, literally, with dealing with that, there has been an increased need for traveling nurses to kind of come in and help deal with the, the, the workloads that we're seeing in some of these hospitals. And so as a result, I think you'll start to see more with traveling nurses um, because it's lower overhead. You don't have to run overtime and run your people to death. You could just kind of bring in a traveling nurse and kind of help level things out. So I think that you'll start to see trends like that um, pop up and, and, and you'll, you'll start to see more use of, of things like that. Great. Yeah, I know. One, one big trend that, that we've seen at, at UMA and we've tried to really help the demand with is contact tracing. You know, with a, a brand brand new uh, position with the COVID nineteen, just being able to identify who has it and you know um, who else were they in contact mm-hmm. with, and just kind of being able to report okay. back on that, and so we can you know make improvements in our healthcare system moving forward. So um, that's that's great. Well, this has just been a really awesome, insightful conversation, Kimberly. Thank you, Caitlin. I've had, I had a good time. I, I, I really appreciate you guys for inviting me and thinking of me. Yes. Thank you so much. We're so excited to have you as our first podcast guest. And thanks for just joining us to tell us a little bit about your experience during this crazy time in the world. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to our first episode of the In Healthcare Today podcast with our guest, Kimberly Powell. Subscribe to our podcast to be the first to know when we release new episodes and connect with us on Twitter at Ultimate Medical. Have a great day today and we'll see you next time.